Yeah, dude. It ain't too shabby. All the all the Mexican restaurants are uh, money laundering locations for the cartel. That's true. It is. <laughs> it's uh, why not start with the truth? I think. You know. Yeah, I mean, I agree. They are. <laughs> one in Colorado Springs got busted for it. So I mean, if one did it, then they all do it, right? Do you think there's? Uh, <clears throat> do you think there's articles about that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure you could find it. You think? Yeah. Let's see if I can find. Fucking. Uh, I always hear about stuff like that. I just don't know if it's. How do they link it to the cartel? Does the cartel lead them to the business and then they go, oh, this is it. This is what's happening. That's from March 1st of 2019, but that's a taco star. <laughs> it's already oh, funny to me. Like Ty's a El Chapo. <laughs> Read that headline. What does that say? Colorado Springs Mexican restaurants accused in money laundering scheme with Ty's the El Chapo. I told you. <laughs> So wait, did one just happen? No, the one that I was specifically talking about happened uh, a couple of years ago. But this literally just happened last year. I'm telling you, man, that's all they are. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I thought that said 2019. Because uh, the article, when you click on it from Google, says March 1st, 2019. But it was actually like August 2022. <clears throat> wow. So these guys got it down to a science. Like, they know how to... And, and, and if they get one business, it's not like, you know, that's it. Hey, we beat the evil cartel. They probably have countless businesses doing exactly the same thing. Right? Oh, yeah. Taco Express right here. No, that's a fire. But, yeah, see, I, I thought it was, I didn't know it was Taco Star. I thought it was Taco Express. So, I mean, how much money did they get? Did they reveal financial data at all? Let's see. Probably not. Yeah, it would be cool if they did, because I would wonder how much money they're actually funneling through that. Authorities have seized more than 1.5 million from oh 15 my bank God. accounts <laughs> and two safety deposit bank boxes of the restaurants. See, Wasatch Ave. Yeah, I know where that one's at. I know where the one on Circles at, and Monica's Taco Shop on Fillmore. I've been there. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Dude, you didn't know. Man. I didn't those, know. Those tacos give you a little extra energy, and you're like, wait a minute, I like this place. That's and why all of a so sudden, you find out their fucking salt shakers are like one-tenth fentanyl. It's like, man, I felt fucking good after that breakfast. That's fucking crazy. The two seized deposit boxes tied to Monica's taco shop contain more than $800,000. Yeah, there ain't no way no fucking little taco shops making $800,000. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's everyone's favorite spot. <laughs> they don't say how long that took. The complaint said authorities believe a woman accessing the safe deposit box faked pregnancies to make the spot. <laughs> so carrying the cash inside of a false belly. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. They're like, this bitch has had 15 kids in the last three years. So the cartel is in Colorado Springs. There is a gentleman that I used to work with. Um, he told me that there are people. Here, let me, uh, you let me drive. That, uh, uh, I don't know what cartel, but there's cartels in Colorado. La Familia. Is that what you're talking about? It very well could be. I didn't know the name of them, but. Well, this website is talking about fucking, you know, 
cartels with a cute pug ad going down the side. The guy's washing his ears out with water. That's a wonderful ad. <laughs> see some pub nipples. Wow. So this is just tying it back to religion, but I I think it's impressive that they managed to sneak a, a million and a half dollars into that shit. It, and how do they get busted? Someone had to talk. Right? No, that's not how you spell it, but let's just see what it brings up. Colorado Springs restaurant operator accused of laundering drug money. Casper Star Tribune reports one of the restaurants named in federal court documents is Rodolfo's Mexican Grill in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Man, they go all the way up to Wyoming. They don't stop in Colorado. They keep going. That's funny. I don't, I mean, I don't understand it. I, I wonder how much fucking drug money gets busted every year. There's got to be a number. Like, do they, do they find, uh, you know, oh, we, what do they do with the money? I'm sure it goes back into the station, into the state, really, sure. or someone's pockets. <clears throat> so when so when they put, you know, uh, two hundred thousand dollars into investigations, let's say, when they get a one point five million dollar bust, that's how the, you know, sheriff gets this a shiny the, new car. Yeah, that's where the bonuses come from. Yeah, is there, is there like state investigators? Like it's just like a state, like Colorado State. Division of the the Federal Bureau of Investigation, for instance. Oh, I'm sure. Like, you think they break it up into the states themselves? I mean, I, I don't probably think, based on crime. I don't yeah, know. I don't think the regular old sheriff is investigating a money laundering scheme. No, so. man, he's just busting <laughs> teens, smoking dope, yeah, <laughs> driving their cars. They don't barely even do that. There's no cops in Colorado, none. So, uh, funny story about cops in Colorado. I had a uh, at my shop. Um, by day work at an auto shop and by night do a podcast that four people on the internet will listen to over the course of the next hundred years. Um, I uh, worked on a guy from Jefferson County's uh, personal vehicle. So he's a Jefferson County Police Department officer. He brought in his personal vehicle, Ford F-150, and he said, you know, do whatever it's got to have. Don't care. Make it run right. You know, you guys are my new shop, blah, blah, blah. So we get to talking about it. I'm like, what do you do for work, man? He's like, oh, yeah, I work at the police department, this and that. And this is in 2019, right? This is uh, fall of 2019 that I met this guy, which is right before the pandemic. We start working together pretty often. You know, he's got three cars in his family. He brings them all in for regular service, and he starts telling me more and more about his police officer work. Well, this guy was directed by... Uh, his police station not to pull anybody over unless they were going over 20 miles an hour over the speed limit is what he claimed. And he could have been lying, but you know, he got to bitching real good at a point about the COVID pandemic and how much it was affecting his job because he couldn't pull people over. So at the same point they were expecting the police to make contacts, quote unquote, which is when they pull somebody over, you know, Hey, buddy, what are you up to? Somebody walking down the side of the road at night looking suspicious when there was a call for some crime. Let me crime. see your ID. Yeah, man. Hey, man, is this bag yours? Drops it at his feet. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this guy, who shan't be named, um, he, I'm probably being too specific anyway, saying what he drives, but regardless. I mean, there's, by the way, I've helped a bunch of them, and they all have F-150s, so fuck off. 
This guy said that they weren't allowed to pull people over if they were going over 20 miles an hour of the speed limit. Uh, Only unless, if they were going over. Yeah, if they were over. Yeah. Like if it was like 25 or something like something really crazy. So it's just 65 and you're going 85. They're like, look, just don't worry about it. We don't want to fucking catch the plague. Um, they weren't delivering. Uh, one of the things police officers do is, is they deliver convicts like from a jail to a prison. So they'll transport illegal Immigrants from here to there to get deported. They'll transport criminals from here to there to get held in whatever state penitentiary or whatever, right? So, so criminal transport's one of their jobs sometimes. He, um, he said they weren't doing that at all. So there were jails meant to house people for a couple days before they get transported to prisons that were taking on full-blown, like, high-profile criminals that were captured, you know, People on FBI's most wanted lists, people tied to cartels, for instance. Like, he got into it with me. He told me all this shit. And it was really fun to listen to because it gave me kind of a view into, into really what the fuck the cops are able to do. But the thing that he told me that blew my mind, the whole reason I brought this up, he said that for every police officer to every person, their police officers are short by over 30 police officers so so they should have 30 more police officers based on the amount of territory that they have to cover here here in colorado right yeah well specifically in jefferson county yeah. which i mean i don't know everything that uh jefferson county covers but you know it's it's a it's a lot i hardly you know. ever see any police yeah I've, I've been here for 10 years and only been pulled over twice three times yeah and i, I sometimes drive recklessly <laughs> I, I sometimes drive drunk yeah i mean, well, yeah, I, done too <laughs> shouldn't do it but shouldn't do it shit. shouldn't do it but and so Steve, steve's drove drunk hundreds of times and the boy's swerving in and out of lanes he even crashed and never got pulled over yep. how does that happen yeah i don't i don't get it man i don't know how they i don't know how they i don't know i don't know how they police one of the times um i don't know if i told you about this story but uh do you remember the crazy guy that lived next door to uh, Hayden at Hayden's place. You remember? The, oh, were yeah, you yeah. there when he told us the story about how he sent the cops chasing somebody? I might have been. No. Well, if I was, I don't remember. We, I was hanging out with Hayden. I don't know if you showed up yet. It might have been that one time where like we went over there and you guys didn't come over because your bike didn't start or something like that. It could have been. Yeah. Something happened and you just couldn't make it, and we were we were missing you. And uh, I was talking to Hayden and I was like, "Dude, uh, you want to go hang out with Nick?" And he's like, "Oh man." Fuck it, yeah, let's go hang out with him. And they're like, you know. I it took him. a lot of energy to be like, all right, let's go be around this guy. Because he was crazy. He was old. He was sketchy. He was a little scary. What was it? What do you, what would you, uh, how would you describe Nick? A white supremacist. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. An oddly, just... oddly kind and welcoming yeah. white supremacist. Yeah. You know, it's almost like, uh, like kind of how the guys that knock on your door to get you into fucking... Like religions, yeah. If you're white, you're you're all right. But if you're a different color, he'd be like, "Hey, well, what are you doing here? Why'd you bring him?" Yeah, we brought exactly. Dom. It'd yeah, be a different story. Maybe I'd like to see how he would have reacted to Dom. Yeah, he would have. He probably would have wore his pistol <laughs> if yeah. Dom was there. Yeah. Say, that's a big boy, man. I got my ten mil on my hip. <laughs> but I I remember going into his garage for the first time, and I don't remember seeing anything racist. But he had two strange fellas with them and they i just it felt like something bad could just just like that who knows you know you say one bad thing one <laughs> yeah. wrong thing and then all of a sudden yeah. like, what what what'd you say what 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 was that 
Yeah, you what know? the fuck's your problem? You got, a, yeah. you got a pistol pointed at you because you said, you know, uh, black people are, are nice folks. You know, yeah, we shouldn't talk all like of that. a sudden. <laughs> exactly, dude. You say one wrong thing or out of line thing. Yeah. And it's like, I t- dude, Jackie's Middle Eastern, you know? like Did she go over there with him? With yeah. Us? She did? Yeah, he was all friendly with her, though. She was a sweetheart. I remember I, I fucking stapled a, uh, a $20 bill to his ceiling because he stapled a bunch of money to his ceiling. I oh, I think I remember it. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, um, I was drunk. It was a dumb choice. I needed the money. I don't know why I did that. Should have put it in my gas tank. Gave a gave a gave the a things you do when 20. you're drunk. Yeah, yeah. Fucking well, he. It was one of those things, man. I knew he was sketchy. I'm not like covering for my dumb decisions, but I kind of am because like, <laughs> <laughs> like I knew that he was a fucking sketchball. But I put that up there when Hayden was like, "Yeah, he's just my cool neighbor, man." I thought he was just a redneck at first. You know, he had that vibe. He had that way. Yeah, yeah. He's an advanced level Mm -hmm. 50 redneck, you know, on the scale. So um, I love rednecks. I was brought up kind of that way. They're good good people. Yeah, they're the salt of the earth. They're they're what makes the world go around. Exactly. The infrastructure that allows us to talk on high-speed internet in a well (laughs) air-conditioned fucking pre-built house that we pay for. It's all because of Because those beautiful rednecks were mostly men that built it. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man controversy uh, <laughs> so but no i i remember going over there and just thinking man this guy's a redneck you know he he had dirt bikes he had four wheelers he was always working on diesel trucks tuning them up you know he had a bunch of tools he had a little shed with a bunch of game systems in it he mm-hmm. was always offering us free alcohol yep. that was one of the cool things to me was that he was just generous it, it seemed like he i think he just wanted friends because he seemed like he had a pretty shitty life. Maybe he was just misunderstood. No, he was a piece of shit, for sure. I, I think so. Judging by his appearance and things he had in his garage, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had his son come out sometimes, and he offered him weed. He's like, if I don't let him smoke weed, he's just going to go smoke it with somebody else. Get oh, caught. yeah, that too. And his he drank with like us, 17. too. He drank with us. He took shots with us in his yeah. garage, yeah. Yeah, Remember we didn't that. know who he was until after. He's like, oh, yeah, that's my son. That's like, Dude, my what the fuck? We're drinking with a 16-year-old you know, like, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if you have a kid, I mean, my mom and dad used to let me have a sip of wine, that kind of thing. What, a full-blown shot? Yeah, a bunch not, of a, strangers? not a fucking Irish car bomb with people you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, the story I was going to tell about this guy is uh, talking about cops uh, and how... how <sighs> There's not enough of them, and they're not high enough quality to do their job in Colorado, is my opinion. I agree. And it's because of all the great cops that we have, we have, you know, just that many more shithead people that make it so that, you know, you can have 10 great cops, but if you have 1,000 shitheads, they're busy all goddamn day every day, right? Yep. So, and that's always kind of the battle with policing. You know, unless you live in a small town where a sheriff is a, you know, whatever, the, the point leader of, of the legal system and enforcing the law. So anyway, I go over to Nick's house with Hayden, and we're hanging out there, and he's, he's touching off his fucking uh, pistol the day before in the, in the alley by his house. Poo, 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 literally shooting cans. Drunk. This is what he told us. He said, because there was no houses around or anything, he had all that overgrown vegetation and stuff, he um, thought that, and by the way, this is like, dangerous in general because of ricochets and things like that. Like he was shooting down an alley that is shared by, I don't know, another 20 houses down that alley. A but bunch anyway, of people. Yeah. People live there. So he's touching off a Glock in the, in the alley 
that he claimed was a like a, a twenty two, but he said it was it was it was pretty loud. And I'm like, dude, you didn't have the twenty two Glock pistol, man. You probably had like a nine mil or something like that, because that's what he always had sitting on his his table was that little nine mil Glock that he had locked up. But anyway, uh, he said he was touching off a fucking pistol. Shooting at cans, the cops showed up, and he was out. Work. He he put all his guns away, all the stuff, closed his garage, you know, and then started working on one of his little ATVs that you guys used to race around on. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah, that was a good time. So he he was working on one of those. The cops show up, and he goes, he, he ran right that way. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what? What the actual fuck? Like you t- and he said, "Yep, the cops just barreled right down that road, fucking burning their tires, kicking rocks up, and chasing after him with their lights for out. A fake black guy. Yeah, looking for a black guy <laughs> shooting a gun, even though it was him. And he, he was definitely openly racist, like very openly racist. He had tattoos about it and all that shit. Yeah, he was oh, a sketchball. But he was there's racist. a there's a fucking, you know, exact example of a criminal. If that's a true story, you know, he's a fucking asshole. Could be wrong." But there's an exact example of a cop being fooled very easily, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> Who knows? Maybe they rest on their laurels when they fucking bust a $1.5 million drug money laundering campaign. And I was told that <clears throat> the cartel lets things like this happen. You know, give give the guys a little $1.2 million bust while we take our $30 million worth of fentanyl, and they're distracted over here. We'll take it. Oh yeah, there. little nice human night don't action. Yeah, while they're zig and zag, while they're celebrating their little one point five million dollar bus, popping fuck champagne bottles and getting blowjobs from their wife, they're over <laughs> here five hundred miles down the road yeah. taking thirty million dollars worth of fentanyl. Yeah, they drive past else. the bus laughing. Yeah, like, there's that bus, man. That's funny. So all the cops are occupied in one area. I always thought about that criminal diversion. Mm-hmm. You know. Here, let's start a fire here so that we can go fucking, you know. It's genius. Get everybody to go over here while we go over there. It's genius because everybody will just migrate right to that area, you know. We yeah. got $1.5 million fentanyl bust. You know, the media's talking about it. The police chief's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. And then you've got the cartel down the road. Oh, yeah. $30 million worth. Yeah. Well, we just give them scraps so they think that they did something nice. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that. That's very valid. I think you're right about that. I think I think that's very true. It sounds like it would make sense. I read a uh, it was an article attached to a video on YouTube I was watching about a bust that happened uh, kind of near where my uncle used to live down in Texas. He lived in a town called Katy, and uh, I was this is a long time ago, but I it, it popped up in my mind when you said. We were talking about diversions. He uh, he was telling me a story about it, and uh, we were on the phone and, and whatever, and I was trying to decide if I wanted to move to Colorado or Texas. He's like, look, man, I live in Texas, but I'm telling you every every day I'm in Texas, I, I like it, I appreciate it, but I always think to myself, how am I going to get back to Colorado? You know, that's kind of what his mindset was. And when he said that, it, it was like, because I was genuinely going to move to Texas. That was one of the places that I had in my mind to move to when I was saving all that money before I moved to Colorado. Fuck there, man. I found a hundred reasons not to go. But it's fucking humid. <sighs> Do you where did you been there? Oh yeah. I've been to Houston. Ooh. Ooh. In the middle of July. Ooh. Ooh. And then I went to uh 
Galveston, is that how you say it? Galveston? Galveston, I Galveston? think. Galveston, Texas. Uh, why do I say Galveston? Galveston, Texas. Oh, man. Went you down a little, there. Little and, you. A little Jew in me. Yeah, I, I went down there <laughs> and swam in their ocean. It was nice. Hot as fuck. Really? Humid, too. You could cut it with literally a butter knife in the air. And then you watch it separate. Yeah. And you look at the dry butter knife and it's all of a sudden wet. Yeah, it's wet. Like, it's, got, it's got fucking moisture on it. <laughs> Well, so I was I was watching this video because he was he always used to send me crazy things. He's like, you know, here's here's a you know blood money deal that the Clintons did with blah 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 blah, and I'd be like, oh well, and then that turns out to be like you know somewhat supported, and I'm like, oh that's crazy, and then he's like, hey, look what happened down the road for me. So he sends my dad actually, not me. He sends my dad a video, an email, uh, and I go back to uh, ask my dad when he's going to get off the computer. And I'm like, Dad, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, look what your uncle just sent me. And it was a guy in a minivan that they busted. I could probably find the article, but apparently somewhere in Texas, I don't know if it was Houston or Dallas or where, um, <clears throat> uh, or wherever the fuck uh, Joe Rogan lives now. Um, it was Austin, something like that maybe. He He had a bunch of money in his minivan. Like a broke down old green minivan. I remember it pretty vividly. And it was full of his kids. So the cartel was like, oh, well, fucking if we send a, you know, at the time, a brand new 2015 fucking Cadillac Escalade with 22s or 24 inch rims and badass fucking spinners on the rims and shit like that down to transport all this money, then that's going to get found. You know, that they'll see that right away. And then they probably figured, well... Or we could send, you know, Edgar with his six kids in the van, and they'll never suspect a thing. Fucking Edgar. Oh, yeah, it's just a dad taking his kids around or whatever. Well, anyway, they blurred the dad's face out and the kid's face out, but it, the article was literally talking about, you know, so-and-so got busted for this and that, and my uncle was just ranting and raving about it. He's like, they're even going after it. These people are sick. They're going with their kids and dealing with cartels and blah, blah, blah. So that's the links they go to. Can you believe that shit? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. yeah. It's just like you said, you know, st- we were talking about start a fire over here and then go rob yeah. this place. Fucking send the Escalade with the three gangbanger looking motherfuckers right in front of the police station blaring loud music. Get some attention going and then send a whole Edgar with his six kids. Tell, oh, yeah, Edgar, man, look, you're a nice guy. We're going to kill your wife. <laughs> we're going to fuck her. Then we're going to kill her. But we're going to ultimately kill her if you don't deliver this money. And he goes, oh, okay, see? You see no? Yeah, they're bad people, man. The cartel are bad people. Oh, don't want to get tied up with them. What are you looking up right now? Oh, El Chapo. Yeah. His, his son was arrested, I guess, in uh, January. Oh, really? Yep. What's his deal? Is he like the, the fucking prince to the king, basically? El Chapo? He's the new... Uh, uh, Pablo Escobar. So El Chapo, No, I mean his son. Oh, I don't know what his son is. I don't know. I mean, is his if, son involved in it too, probably? If you're the kingpin drug lord's son and you're arrested, I'm sure they're not going to be too happy about it. Yeah. So, wow. Will you, uh, will you punch in uh, uh, heads on Mexico Capitol building? So this was one of the nastiest things I saw. I mean, talking about how far the cartels go. Yeah, they money laundering in Colorado Springs to me is like probably the smallest thing they could get into. Um, they fucking, uh, they actually had, 
a uh, instance where they were throwing heads onto the Mexican Capitol building's front door. And uh, they were doing it because, uh, who knows, but they were doing it because of uh, some legislation that was passed and some statement that was made by the Mexican president about cracking down on cartels and wanting them to, you know, curb their their crime and all that stuff. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it'll pop up immediately, but it was it was pretty terrifying to see like the lengths they would go. And that just shows like, can you imagine a state where America could be in where Biden's fucking taking his dog out front for a walk to take a shit in that multi-million dollar front lawn of the White House and there's a fucking American head sitting there. He's like, oh, wow. Fuck, cartel's pissed. You know, that's the world that they live in. That's the fucking world that they live in. But Yeah, let me see if I can find it. That's pretty neat. Police found 150 skulls at a crime scene in Mexico. Turns out victims were mostly women and were richly decapitated over a thousand years ago. Jesus. Jesus. You got any good news about puppies coming out of this computer? (laughs) This is bad. Uh, Cartel. You ever watch Narcos? Yeah, I watched the first season. Narcos is good. El Chapo is actually in Narcos. And they kind of, towards the end, they kind of explain his rise to power, especially after Pablo was killed. And then, then you know, there's a whole conspiracy behind that, too. Did they, did the Colombian police, did they shoot old boy Pablo Escobar, or did he shoot himself? He has a bullet hole right here in the side of his head. And everybody said that he would rather kill himself than be captured. So, Yeah, that's that's crazy. You know, I read this a long time ago, baby. It's not true, but um, it, it was an article that popped up on Reddit a while back, and you know, who knows if it's real or not. But I mean, if they're if they're willing to dissolve bodies and shit in uh, in chemicals like Breaking Bad style, I'm sure they won't mind throwing some fucking. What, it what, was. Hmm? What do you do with that stuff? I'm curious. <laughs> if you dissolve a body in acid, <laughs> what do you do with the acid? If you're, if you, you know, if you're just regular old human, and I'm just asking hypothetically, if you get a 50 gallon drum like Jeffrey Dahmer did, and you Ooh. throw these bodies and acids that and what let he them did? dissolve, yeah, that's what he did. What what does an average human do with that? What do you, you know, it's not like you can call up a a chemical plant, and be like, hey, you know, I was collecting this acid over the last two years, and I just need to get rid of it. Can you take it? Of course, that's going to raise this. But what do you just dump it in your yard? Dump it down the storm sewer. What do you do with it? Does dissolving a body in acid change like the chemical composition of the acid? I d- Is there probably any trace some. left. There's no trace of human at all. Nothing. I don't know if they if they can. I'm curious if they can study it, put it under whatever they do, and oh yeah, there's yeah, there's human DNA in a centrifuge in and find like DNA or something. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but but if it's completely liquid. Dude. And it's not as acidic as it used to be. <laughs> Can you dump it down a storm sewer? Just yeah, yeah. Let the local water plant fucking yeah. sort it out, yeah. and, then, and then everyone in the town's showered in it in a month. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. Oh yuck, dude! I have no idea. That's a really good question. I guess what you could do is you could just uh, drill some very small holes in the side of it, maybe a dozen of them. Yeah, and get them taped up. 
pull the tape off and throw it into your local lake, and it'll slowly trickle out. And then, yeah, I don't know. A bunch of fish float to the top. And like, Good way to get rid what of the a hell body, happened I guess. to the lake. Dissolve in three hundred bodies. God damn, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, man, those people aren't light. You, you gotta, you gotta do some math for displacement too. You do, yeah, because you can't have like an acid uh, bath full of the brim. And I mean, dude, what if what if you put them in there and their heads, shoulders are still sticking out, you know? And the the acid only goes up to their chest, and they just slowly are like and then it into overflows. It. I mean, yeah, yeah, or, or yeah, you have it too full, and the guy's fucking three hundred pounds, and all like, of a sudden you got acid pouring everywhere. I guess you're just gonna have to do it piece by piece. What? How far can you stretch your acid dollar? <laughs> can you burn up four bodies in it? Ten, a hundred, probably. When just does it, maybe one? Just one? Maybe two? I don't know. I wish Jeffrey Dimer was here. We'd ask him. Oh man, yeah. No, I don't wish he was here. I don't no, want to sit him. down, buddy. Have a seat. Hey man, here's a, our special guest, Jeffrey Dimer. I know you've got a sketchy past, but we're willing to forgive it. Just talk to us about it. Uh, Justin's willing to forgive it, so talk to us about it. <laughs> Brian's not. I'm willing to forgive him. I don't know what he did, so I, I don't want to forgive him. Oh, I don't know. Fifteen people, I think. Twenty people. He, uh, did, he did 15 people. That's mafia mob boss. Like I guess slang. Really, he did 15 of them. He, uh, would I hear he people. really did a few of them. He, he, fucked them. he was gay, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was into men. He tried to be into women, but apparently he was more into men. And the darker men is the ones he enjoyed. So, <laughs> like, like white guys with a tan? No, black guys. He was, he was into that BBC? He was into the BBC. Oh, I, man. He would uh, drug them, rape them, and then usually kill them. That's one thing I've always wondered, like, always. I've just wondered this, just thinking casually about it. No. But, like, when it comes <laughs> up, <laughs> I should fucking tread lightly here. But, like, when it comes up and people talk about rape, when it happens to a guy, like, how do you how do you rape a guy? Well, I guess you just fuck him in the butt, right? Probably. Well, yeah, if you're What if you're sex. a bottom and you rape? Like, how do you, do you ride the guy? Does his dick get hard if he's drugged? Possibly. Do you give him Ruhifnol and Viagra? I'm sure if you're, <laughs> you're, you're drugged out, you could probably still get an erection. Dude, man, where's, we need like a, uh, we need HBO to pick up one season of Mythbusters. <laughs> or you just tape it up with a popsicle stick. <laughs> Like a little fucking uh, splint for your. For well, your since finger. he likes the black guys, you need like a yardstick. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and duct tape. <laughs> At that point, it's like just fucking ask him about his parents and what movies he likes, and take him on a couple dates, and they'll let you fuck him anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy. You know, all that is is laziness. This rape. It's like you can just fuck people normally. I think he enjoyed the lifelessness of the body. I think. So, yeah, clearly with him, you know, me trying to apply the simple nature of, like, uh, finding somebody to be with as a normal person doesn't apply when you're a, you know, serial killer, I guess. Yeah, your, he was, your psychology is different. There was a, a mentally, I believe it was a mentally challenged kid or a deaf kid, one of the two, young kid, took him into his house and killed him and then drilled a hole in his head and poured acid in it because he wanted to just experiment with possibly bringing back a life of a zombie and see what pouring acid in someone's brain would do. 
Guy was guy was crazy. There's no crazy. logic in that at all. He, he, he was put, eating him. Destroy the nervous system <laughs> he, and the brain. You, what are you gonna do? <laughs> he was lobbing off their dicks and putting them in Ziploc baggies and throwing them in his drawer. What? He was eating people's uh, muscle, frying it up in his pants. See, this is what's wrong with the public education system. Okay, he, they just didn't give him the right books to read when he was young. Yeah. And his dad said that he blames it all on himself because his uh, son, when he was a kid, took an extra interest in dead bodies of animals and quote-unquote autopsies on these animals. And his dad, supposedly being the naive self that he is, was just like, oh, my, you know, maybe my son's going to grow up and be, I don't know, a, a coroner. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, going to work at the morgue. Because I want him to be something, so I'm going to encourage it. And so he I'm just wait for, waited for those elderly family members to pass and was like, all right, here's Grandma Jules. And then he just started out with animals and then eventually went to humans. That's crazy. I want to see. So he was a, uh, I just wanted to, I, I don't even know what this guy looks like. He looks normal. Oh, yeah. And his fucking, uh, oh, man, his little, this little thing right here, his little blueprint of what he was going to do. Before he got caught, this was his little blueprint that he made of human skulls that he was going to build in his apartment. Oh, my God. So he wanted, like, a like he, a tribute. Yeah, he was going to build, like, an actual shrine. A shrine, that's what I was looking with for. With human skulls, like, just hanging down, and he could just give it a little spin, spin around all nice and cute. <laughs> the dude is fucking crazy. I don't know, man. Everybody's got different hobbies. It's good. It wasn't that, that great of a hobby. I mean, <laughs> if I was a police officer, I would love to have this case. This if I was a police great. officer, I would retire After and, and start working that. at fucking Home Depot. Yeah. Helping people find the right fucking size screw and which light bulb is the best and all that shit. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want anything. God bless. Universe bless. He was the motherfuckers saying, that investigated this sick fuck. Dude, can you imagine? All right. Hold on a second. It's what year was this? This I think we're talking the 70s and 80s. So yeah, it's 1978, right? You get a call, you're you're a, a private investigator, you're getting hired by a local police investigation unit. They're in trouble locating the uh lost uh individuals believed to have been murdered. Uh, in XYZ town, wherever Downer was doing his thing thing. I think it was Detroit, Michigan, I believe. Was it Michigan? Oh, Wisconsin. It says it's Milwaukee, right Wisconsin. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. <clears throat> so you're in Wisconsin, and you're you're picked up to go investigate this, and you get up in the morning, and you put your pants on one leg at a time, and you buckle in your belt, and you wear your little concealed pistol. And smoking your cigarette. Yeah, you're, you're smoking your cigarette. And you're blowing the smoke at your sleeping wife and put it out on her forehead. <laughs> yeah, the seventies were simpler times, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah, no breakfast. <laughs> and, you, and you go out and you know <coughs> you scratch your dog and you get ready, grab your briefcase, and you go into work. And then you find out that it's fucking this type of fucking motherfucker. Oh yeah, well, well, basically here's the case, Justin. We we uh. We know there's a guy, and he kind of, he's different. <laughs> he's different. He's uh, he's into some strange things. So he wants to make a chandelier of skulls. And you're just like, what? <laughs> you go and find one of these fucking guys. You know, they got to uh, be at an acid bath 
a brain, you know, with a skull with a hole drilled into it. Uh, fucking, you find all these remains. You find the shit that this guy Dahmer's doing. How the fuck? Here's my question. How the fuck do you go home and sit down at the dinner table and eat with your wife and say, oh, yeah, work was all right? I wouldn't talk about it. I, I, I don't think I could. Could you? No, fuck no. I'd be fucking terrified. I mean, but it takes a special type of person to do it, I guess. Absolutely, yeah. I think I, I could do it, but I wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, that'd be one of those things where it's like, just don't ask me about work. All right, I can't. Honey, I'm home. Talk. We're not talking about work. Yeah, here, Bad what I wanted to read, too, on that last one, uh, go back, because... So this is uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was borderline personality disorder. Uh, he was diagnosed with it for sure. Uh, schizotypal personality disorder and psychotic disorder. Yeah. No shit. I mean, did I have to say that? I don't Probably not. The fucking guy had a skull chandelier blueprint. <laughs> Pull up that picture, that blueprint. There's a small one, but here's a better one. That's a little bigger. What does that say? Window covered with black something, something. With black shade, maybe? Black curtain? Painted skeletons. Black table. Painted skulls. Does he have their names? Does it say Miller and Lucy? Oh, my God. But his main characters, I mean, not characters, uh, victims were men. They were all men. Does somebody have that tattooed on them? Yeah, this crazy bitch. Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. <sighs> I don't care who you are. That's great. That's funny. I'd hire her. Would you marry her? <laughs> nope. No, no, I'd hire her. Yeah. She's got a sense of humor. <laughs> you want her fucking welcoming guests? <laughs> Hey, customer. Oh, what's that tattoo? That's interesting. Actually, this is Dahmer's blueprint for a skull chandelier and a painted skeletons of the people he murdered. Okay, so window covered with black shower curtain. Is the is the table blue drapes? Are all the circles on the table? Are they skulls? Skulls too. Yep. Oh my god. And so are these painted skulls. Did he make that? No, that was his blueprint of what he was, he said he was going to make. Oh my fucking! He said God. he was thankful that he got caught. How well, do you get finally. that sick, man? He's like, finally, finally got caught. That's why you don't do marijuana, people. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is what marijuana. See what marijuana leads to. Do you want a drink? I was about to get a Pepsi. Oh, I still have this Pepsi. Oh. Dude's crazy. I don't want anything to do with them. That's why I don't watch that shit. I have a hard time with it. Yeah, man, I can't. I can't do it. It makes me. It makes me upset. Like, uh, here's another one. Do you know who Ed Gein is? Who? Ed Gein. <laughs> Ed Gein. It might be Ed Gein. I don't know. It's uh, that's pretty interesting stuff too. Here, I'll pull up some stuff uh, in case you want to get really scared and grossed out. So, uh, you're into, you like the Dahmer show, right? 
I'm into the serial killer shit. I really? Like oh, check this out. So, I think it's pretty cool. You might, you might In a very be strange way. Not like cool. Like I'm gonna go do it too. Try it out. Oh man, it's hey. interesting. You got nothing to do on a Saturday. If you got, yeah. I mean, if you want to kill people. <laughs> so. Uh, this guy lived and did most of his crime, I think, in the same like time frame, maybe. Um, but he died in the eighties. Uh, he. Uh, so let's see, what was Ed Gein convicted of? First degree murder. And he was later found legally insane. Let's just hit the wiki on on Ed Gein. So, Ed Gein is known as the butcher of Plainfield, or the Plainfield Ghoul, dude. He he could have been a rapper with a name like that. That's a dope name. Plainfield Ghoul. I'd listen to his EP. I would do. You know, he's, he was sitting in jail. People call me the Plainfield Ghoul. He's all like, yeah. Every time he says it, it gives him goosebumps. That's how cool I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as shit. Because, dude, I don't think... Uh, I don't think there's much difference between the Dahmer dude and, and the guy and guy here. This so. this guy had less victims. Less victims, but this guy had really strange oh, here's uh, crimes. So not to get into his background because fuck Ed Guy, he was a ser- serial killer, but, but read through some of that. It's pretty interesting. I think my favorite one is the belt. I'll show you what I'm talking about. So it says, uh, Frank Worden told investigators, he was one of the guys looking into it, that the evening before his, uh, oh, yeah, no, he was one of the victims, actually. Evening before his mother's disappearance, so he killed somebody's mom, uh, Guy had been in the store, and he was to have returned the next morning for a gallon of antifreeze. Uh-huh. Um. A sales slip for the gallon of antifreeze was the last receipt written by Warden on the morning that she disappeared. On the evening of the same day, Gein was arrested at West Plainfield Grocery Store. And uh, the Washara County Sheriff's Department searched the Gein farm. Oh, great, he had a farm. I didn't know that. So the county sheriff's deputy discovered Warden's decapitated body in the shed of Gein's property, hung upside down by her legs with a crossbar at her ankles and ropes at her wrists. The torso was dressed out like a deer. Ooh. Oh, she was gutted. Yeah, man, he was bleeding her out. That's that's gruesome, dude. Fucking she was alive probably and he, do you think she was alive and he sawed the head off or do you think that she she he killed her first? If she was alive while you saw him the head off, she she only endured it for about 35 seconds. <sighs> Maybe 40. Maybe that's, a minute straight. That's a long minute. That's a long minute. <laughs> That's terrible, bro. That's so sad. She, she had out. been shot with a twenty-two caliber rifle. Oh, there you go. So he put her down first, like a deer. The mutilations were made after her death. <laughs> they just said that to make that guy feel better. You know, you don't know what a killer did. I guess there's, there's, uh, what is it called? Investigations, you know, forensic checks. But searching the house of Gein, authorities found whole human bones and fragments. A wastebasket made of human skin. Jeez. Dude, uh, that's already bad. Human skin covering several chair seats. So this guy was like... Skinning them a lot. Yeah, Probably not he was a lot, skinning, them, skinning and them and tanning and leathering out their hides. Like a 
fucking cow, bro. He lived on a farm. Remember where we said, you know, rednecks are the salt of the earth. <laughs> there you go. You're a prime example. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these guys are what make the world go around. Um, human skin covering several chair seats, skulls on his bedposts, like some fucking witch doctor. Female skulls, some with the tops sawn off. Bowls made from human skulls. A corset made from a female torso skinned from shoulders to waist. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's disgusting. How bad are some of these? Four noses, a pair of lips on a window shade, drawstring. This one's pretty terrifying. So we can click on some of this and I can show you. He had a lampshade that was made from like a human face. Like, look at all these things that he had. It's 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 super crazy that somebody even took a fucking, you know, uh, time to do this, but what is this? Where where to go? Where, where, oh shit! Edgine lampshade. Because that last picture, I don't think had it. Here you go. Edgine inspired. The actual one looked something like this. Like that. This is like a reproduction of it. The belt is my favorite, though. This is real. The human nipples? Yeah. He stitched together, like, several human nipples. So, you know, I don't know how many victims he had. He was charged with first-degree murder, but of how many people? Like, how many victims? We got people like this, man, and the cartel is still like, yeah, I'll go in there. Here you go. There's an actual picture. I was looking for this one right here. There's that lampshade. Isn't that gross? Yeah, it's pretty wild. So. Interesting. Uh, how many victims did Ed Kind have? Two murders. I, somehow he had 16 nipples. But only two murders. But only two murders. Seven suspected. seven suspected. Nine mutilated corpses obtained from... Desecrated graves. Over oh a span of 10 God, years. God, dude. Why? Why do people do shit like this? This is so weird. I don't understand. So, so he went after two live people, but he exhumed corpses to get their skin. Gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's an honest day. It ain't much, but it's an honest day's it work. It ain't much. Fuck. Yeah. Usually, if you see somebody digging in the graveyard, you're kind of like, well, that's kind of suspect. Yeah. He's out there by himself. What's he doing? Yeah, what's that guy up to? What's he doing? <laughs> you know what would be really cool, and that probably sounds absolutely batshit crazy, but to go to a graveyard of somebody that you know died in the 1800s, and just go ahead and, like you said, exhume them, open them up, see what it looks like, see their skeleton, see what they were buried with, you know, opening up a portal of history. As weird as that sounds. But it maybe, does. Maybe he was, you know, I don't know. You like that Billy sounds, the Kid. I like to dig I, up Billy it, the Kid and see him. It, yeah, right. That you sounds know? weird, but what did we do to all those fucking mummies? Oh, yeah. See, so It's the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. It's like after a couple hundred years, there's descendants, obviously, so like it's a disrespect thing, but I'm sure there's descendants of those fucking Egyptians mm-hmm. running around. They may not know it, 
but they're out there. Yeah, we're just like, oh, look, man, look, at, my mom, look how they wrapped up this guy's body. <laughs> so it's like at first what you said sounded crazy, and then you think about all the examples of it in history, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's that. fucking normal. But, yeah, dude, there's – why when you brought up the, the shit about homie before, uh, what was his name? Who? Dahmer? Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. I couldn't think of his first name. I wanted to say Dahmer, but I wanted to say Daryl Dahmer for some reason. When you brought up brought up Dahmer, I was thinking about that guy straight away. Straight away, I was like, "Yeah, this is the fucking guy that you'd be interested in." And this will be the next Netflix special they put out. The thing that a hundred ninety-five acre, holy shit! Yeah, the guy had land, man. Nobody bugged him. It was appraised at four thousand dollars, forty-seven hundred. <laughs> fuck. In what year? Nineteen fifty-eight. It was auctioned. <laughs> This guy fucking cut up a bunch of dead people's nipples, and you're like, hey, man, he had a nice place. <laughs> for cheap. Yeah, for cheap. Well, for uh, for the 50s. Pot belly stove. Yeah, dude, it's gross. But the thing that really surprised me, I was going to say about Dahmer, did you see all the stuff about women being attracted to him? Yeah, yeah, afterwards. Yeah, like wanting to, they they like wrote letters to him and thought mm-hmm. he was like really handsome and stuff. He's a fucking normal looking guy, ain't he? I don't think he's that attractive, like as far as guys go. It was the popularity, the the women are. I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's pretty disturbing. The he's fact that women boy. would throw. The, yeah, he's a bad boy. He's this. He's that. You know, it's 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 a certain type of women for sure. But, I mean, the guy is not that good-looking. He's just a dude. What, they're like, oh, my God, I can fix him. Yeah, oh, my God, I can fix him. Ay, ay, ay. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, look at all of, it, all of Dahmer's victims. Responsible for supposedly 16 deaths. How many white people are there? One, maybe two. No, Guerrero's Hispanic. I think this guy right here, Hicks, I think he was 14 or 15 years old. No way. Yeah. One of these guys escaped after he was, you know, mutilating him. He escaped, but he was drugged up. I think it was Hicks. I could be wrong, but uh, he ran down the street naked with his little butthole bleeding. And everybody was like, oh, my God, you all right? You all right? And Dahmer was down the street picking something up. The, according to you know the the Netflix series, he picked something up, going to the store and grabs something, and he comes back, and you know the police are there, the neighbors are there, and he somehow was able to convince the police that this fifteen year old boy was twenty years old, and that that's it, Dahmer's boyfriend. He's drunk and he always does this stupid stuff. I just got to get him inside and put him to bed. And the police were like, "Well, oh, all right, sounds good to me." He's naked. He's bleeding from his butthole. He's got all kinds of bruises and everything on him. But you guys do what you want to do, man. They missed it by that much. Are you fucking serious? So uh, supposedly the 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 police, you know, of course back then they're you know the homos. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't want anything to do with that. So when Jeffrey Dahmer said that we're boyfriends and we're doing gay things, the cops were like, "Yep, I don't want anything to do with that. You guys go inside." Get the fuck out wow. of here. I never wow. want to see so the, the cultural like lack yeah. of acceptance for homosexuality made them yep. it gave them a get out of jail free card. Just about, yeah. 
You don't yep. think they fucking made a note and went back to the goddamn station where like, hey, can we just like drive past this place every once in a while no, and see they, if something weird goes on? They never talked about it again. Drive past at one in the morning and see a fucking big line of ketchup splatter against the yep. window. So the police could have saved <laughs> oh, that kid's that? life. But oh, because, we just like hot dogs. Because of their homophobia. They're like, no, man, get that gay shit out of here. Go back inside. <laughs> yeah, you two fags go in there yeah, and you fucking two hang fags. out. Ugh. I can't deal with it. Yeah, no. And then this poor Hicks kid, you know, drugged up. I mean, what a what a way to go out. What a fucking way to go out, dude. We got people like this, and the cartels are like, yeah, we'll go up there. <laughs> Do you think all these psychos would keep the cartels out? You'd be like, well, you don't want to mess with those crazy white people, man. Tracy Edwards. Tracy Edwards spent four hours in Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment before he could escape, and the trauma stuck with him forever. The apartment belonged to Jeffrey Dahmer, one of history's most influential killers. Yeah. So so he didn't kill everybody that he captured. He, he had some bad luck. Uh, he wasn't batting a perfect 100, you know? No, but everybody he drugged ended up dead. Really? Except for the one guy. The one guy was able to escape. And he was running down the street. I believe he was half naked with one Can I hit that? One handcuff on his wrist. And finally, the police were like, I know you're a black guy, but you're naked. You've got a handcuff on you. What's the matter? And he's like, this fucking Dahmer guy, man, he's crazy. And they took him to the apartment. And then that's when the police just came in. When Dahmer let him in, he was all like, yeah, you know, this is my boyfriend. Look at the naked pictures. And the cops were like, oh, that's gross homo stuff. But then they noticed the smell and all that. And then they... The uh, smell? Oh, yeah. He had those uh, bodies rotting in his corner in that that 50-gallon drum of acid. Fuck. It was so... As soon as they got into the apartment, they knew the smell right away. And then, of course, he had power tools on on his table and blood and stuff so Ooh. the police are like all right yeah. buddy they arrested him and then finally he just admitted everything and he was very uh cooperative in his interrogation he told him everything like yeah oh, i'm crazy i cut people up i rape them i drug them you know wow. 15 victims and then they so at a point he's like well i've done this enough i could keep doing it forever i'll just tell people about it instead i think that's part of the like psychosis of these people he told the police that he was very happy that he was finally caught. He said his life of craziness is over. He felt relieved that he was finally caught and that he could actually stop. Because he tried. There were supposedly times where so this, he went a dude, couple years without doing it and then finally fell back into it again. This guy's got an addiction like some people fucking eat fast food. Yeah. His oh, man. Was, hey, I didn't have Wendy's for a couple months, and I felt pretty good about it. But darn it, don't you know I went through the drive-thru on the way home today. It's that's like, how Dahmer was. And he talked about that. That's that's psychotic. He talked about killing people as if it's a fucking common like addiction. Like it was a hobby. Yeah. Know, it was addictive and I'm hobby. trying to get away from it, but, you know. I, I went three years without kick. doing it, and then all <laughs> I, feel, I relapsed. I, re- <laughs> I relapsed. Oh, my God. What a thing to relapse into. But to think that there are people in society that are in this headspace, it just, how many of them are out there now? Oh, there's a, there's so many serial killers out there now. Maybe not as prolific as Jeffrey Dahmer. Or... Can you look up and see how many like active, uh, open investigations there are into serial killers? You figure there's 
whatever, 300 million Americans. Like in the United States. Active serial killers in the United States. 11 currently active serial killers. Click on that first one, serialkillershop.com. They sound promising. Nine, well, now it says nine current serial killers still at large. The Long Island serial killer. Oh, so these are past people that they just never caught. The term serial killer conjures up images of people like Ted Bundy, John Wayne, Gracie, and Richard Ramirez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure does. So the Long Island killer is still out there. Who else is still out there? John Davis, eight killer or Jeff Davis, eight killers. Between 2005 and 2009, the bodies of eight women between the ages of 17 and 30 were found dumped in the swamps of Jefferson Davis Parish in Jennings, Louisiana. That's, oh, man. He only got one hot one, too. Who? <laughs> Whitney? Yeah, I think Whitney's pretty. They're the prettiest one out of them all. Oh, if I had to choose. Oh, this is a tough one. Mm. It's Whitney, dude. Yeah, probably. Whitney. That's too bad. Yeah, those poor bitches, man. Fucking cut them up. They were all pregnant at the time of their murder? Brazil's rainbow what? maniac. What? All of them were pregnant? That's what this says. What the, the women fuck? ranged between ages 15 and 32 and were all involved in the, in the sex trade. Most were, of, were Hispanic descent. One of the women was pregnant. Oh, one of the women. Oh, I read oh, that wrong. Okay. I was going to say, this guy headed out for pregnant people. Ibadan Forest? Ibadan Forest serial killers? Oh, that's in Nigeria, man. We 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 don't even know the fucking tip of the iceberg of all the shit that happens in other countries. The smiley face killers. Forty-five college-age males across a twenty-year span all drowned after getting intoxicated. The kicker is that these drownings happened in eleven different states. Well, that's just college activity, no? Is that suspicious? Forty-five of them drowning? Yeah, that's kind of suspicious. That's a high number, you think? Okay. That's a pretty high number. I mean, if three, then yeah. How many of them die from drug overdoses and shit? You know, we don't we don't look into that. They fucking happen to be in a town where there's water around. See, this is why I shouldn't be an investigator. Look, okay, it seems normal to me, man. We shouldn't look into it. I had just a couple gay guys enjoying themselves. He boinked his boyfriend too hard in his butthole, bleeding. So it says that it's, it's believed that these men are are abducted, murdered, and then disposed of in bodies of water to give the impression of accidental drowning. But if you do an autopsy, you can clearly tell that they didn't die from drowning. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, because nice they're... Of autopsy. Does, uh, is it because the air in their lungs is still there? I don't know. I don't know how autopsies actually work, but they know if you've been strangled. They know that if you've been hit over the head with a blunt object and stabbed and kicked in the face, they know which three was the one that actually was... The, you know, killed the you. dead blow. Yeah, yeah the, the death blow. Death was it blow. the stab? Was it the blunt trauma to the head? Or was it the kick to the face? What you know, it's pretty neat. Or it's all just a big fucking line. It's just there to help out with the uh, the court system. I don't know. Is it true? Yeah, man, we got too many of these to look into. Let's just push some through. Say that one was drowning. That one was murder. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe their county gets more uh, more funding if they have more investigations to look into. My my reaction to so many things is, oh, it's probably corrupt. 
Yeah, we had 11 uh, serial killers loose in the last 10 years, so we need more money for blah, blah, blah. Who's that? This is that Aileen Horanos bitch from Florida. I don't know who that is. She killed a bunch of people, a truck. She was a lot lizard. <laughs> That's <laughs> the easiest way to put it. She was a lot lizard, and she killed truckers. She robbed them and killed them and shot them in the head with a twenty-two, and then left them on the freeway, side of the freeway throughout Florida. Why do these people use twenty-twos? Ease of, uh, like, acquiring them? Uh, is it because they're quiet? No, they're not quiet. I, well, just, yeah, no, a twenty-two is loud as shit, ain't it? A twenty-two can be pretty loud. Why the choice of a twenty-two? I don't know. Maybe just because they don't know the caliber. They don't know anything about guns, so they're just like, well, you know, a twenty-two will work. I mean, a I twenty-two will kill you. Yeah, a twenty-two will kill you. Obviously, and this bitch killed. I think. Well, six Ed Gein used but. a twenty-two before he fucking harvested that one bitch. But if I'm gonna, uh, my choice of caliber, if I'm gonna go on a serial killing spree. Would probably be a nine millimeter, or a forty-five. You just can't silence it, though. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. So, what was her her claim to fame? Was that she just killed a bunch of truckers? Yeah, from nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety, she was a lot lizard, street prostitution, lot lizard. Oh wow! She shot engaging dead in street prostitution dead. along highways in Florida. She seven shot dead and robbed seven male clients. Apparently, according to her, they were abusive. They were mean. All of them, I guess. All of them. So, oh, you know, your first oh, yeah, first defense yeah. is self defense. Yeah, they made me do it. I had to. I got in seven really bad relationships, so I had to shoot them. Yeah, what judge is going to hear that and be like, well, look, hey, I'm sorry those guys were mean to you. Have a nice day. <laughs> Fucking these people really are crazy. How'd you, how'd you hear about this one? Was I watched her on Netflix. Oh, this is another Netflix one, huh? Or maybe it was Hulu. I mean, <laughs> Hulu. Mm-hmm. There's a door. Don't worry about it. Son of a bitch. Wind is blowing today. Colorado's had some bad wind. I wish I could find out where in Florida. So Dude, I can drive I mean, that highway one day. There's a, an entire Reddit dedicated called uh, Florida Man. Let's check that out real quick. Florida is an insane state. Type in uh, Reddit Florida Man. It doesn't surprise me in the slightest that this bitch is from Florida. And I mean, look at her picture in court. She was smiling. There you go, right there. Sort it to the top ones, right there where your cursor is. Uh, top of, let's just say, all time. So click on that, and let's just see what the top of all time is. Switch it from today to all time. Florida man. Naked Florida man chases people and cops around Chick-fil-A parking lot, telling them they're gay for looking at his penis. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, when, when was that posted? Five years ago. So... There's an entire uh, community on Reddit that is all Florida man stories because it always starts like that. Florida woman found blah, blah, blah. Florida man found like, I mean, read any of these. That one's pretty funny. This one, Florida man and his two friends rob a drugstore of $320,000 in pills. Take precautions like wearing surgical gloves so they don't leave prints, but toss empty pill bottles out the window of their getaway car, which the cops follow like breadcrumbs to their front door. 
<laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, Jesus. Teenage Florida man hacks his high school and emails everyone urgent announcement about mandatory penis inspections in accordance with the Florida Penal Code 69. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least some of them have a good sense of humor, but, like, this is just a penal code. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, Florida man attacked and killed uh, by pet cassowaries. What's a cassowary? Becomes first human killed by a species since 1926. Will you Google that? Or click on the article, maybe? It has a... It's a New York Times. Oh. What the fuck? It's a bird. Dude, it's like a turkey. Or an How ostrich. You fucking get killed by that thing. Cassowaries. Get... Man. Can you imagine? <laughs> Those fuckers don't mess around. Even Steve Irwin was more than a little scared of them, I think. <laughs> Is that what that comment <laughs> says? Oh, the closest thing that we have to velociraptors. Really? They share, like, genetic ancestry with that shit? Okay. Life pro tip, don't keep dinosaurs as pets. Oh, it was his pet. That's like those people that have monkeys and wonder why their face gets ripped off. So they're going to auction the bird off that killed the man. That, that might be the most Florida part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. But look at them. Look at them fucking feet. Look at that. Yeah, dude. That's, that has dinosaur written all over it. Yeah. I wonder how it happened. wonder if he like was feeding it and he tripped or he passed out. Maybe he was taking a nap. Or he was taking a nap, and the little fucker. This just thing was sick of kibble. Pecked like his this eyeball out. Purina cassowary chow ain't fucking hitting rat. I'm <laughs> still trying to figure out eyeball. Yeah, wow. how do you disable a man to the point where he dies? Wow. By the, I mean, I'm sure that they they could probably peck really hard, and I'm sure it hurts. Uh, look up how uh, how heavy. Look up cassowaries in general, but look up how heavy they get. I can't tell if that's a ten pound bird or a hundred pound bird, like. I, I I don't know. It's uh it's confusing to me. Here, have your have your puff pin back. Cassowaries are a flightless bird. Does it say how much they end up weighing? They're pretty nasty looking little fuckers. They kind of look like a peacock mixed with a turkey mixed with an ostrich. Description. You can imagine that. 130 pounds. Holy shit. Four feet, five feet. What? Dude. It may reach Can six be four feet. foot 11 to five foot 11 tall. Although some, some females, females may reach two meters, which is like six, seven. So it's, it's a colorful ostrich. Yeah. So it is a colorful it. ostrich. I, that picture that it showed for the Florida Man article just looked like a fucking turkey to me. It didn't really look like anything. That big. Let's see if we can find the article because I want to see how. Yeah, Florida man killed by a cassowary that he owns. Let's see what this says. He's a 75 year old man. Okay, all right. So yeah, see, we thought he'd be old. Pretty defenseless. Yep. Especially to a 125 pound bird. That's, <laughs> that's a big fucking bird. <laughs> I hate to laugh at people dying. I mean, this whole fucking podcast has just been us like criticizing the way people die, but dude, this is insane. A 75-year-old man decided to keep an ostrich? Why? It just doesn't make sense. Are they going to tell me how it... <laughs> Listen to the description. The cassowary is rightfully considered the most dangerous bird in the world. 
Each three-toed foot has a dagger-like claw on the inner toe that is up to four inches long. And it's just like Will Smith's uh, fancy shoes in that that movie, uh, fucking Wild Wild West. You remember that? Yeah, and then the powerful legs help the cassowary run up to thirty mile, thirty-one miles per hour. <laughs> Is it? Dude, if that thing doesn't hit the brakes, you're getting kicked with a 31 mile an hour four inch dagger. <laughs> it's got a weird bill thing on its head too, like a like a beak, and then a like a I don't know what do you call that? It has like a protrusion sticking up on the top of its head. I don't know what that, that would little be thing. I don't know yeah. if it's floppy or hard, but yeah, this is just what I expected. <laughs> it's very it, important if it's floppy. It looks like it was accidental. My understanding is that the gentleman was in the vicinity of the bird and at some point fell. When he fell, he was attacked. That's what I figured. Dude yeah. fell over and was attacked. And the bird was like, oh, easy food. And then, of course, a 75-year-old man, probably diabetic, very, very delicate, thin skin, sliced open, <laughs> bleeding like a stuck pig all over the place. <laughs> what, what else do they have? Oh, man. Yeah, what other Florida Man articles do we have? Florida man causes $100,000 in damage to a Walmart liquor store under construction with a hot-wired forklift. <laughs> That's Gives already amazing. Alice Wonderland. Gives police his name as Alice Wonderland and says a hookah-smoking caterpillar <laughs> told him to do it. <laughs> I mean, this seems like randomly generated stuff. Oh, God. Florida man uses private plane to draw a giant radar penis. Yeah, the radar tracking for when you fly a plane. So he specifically routed a a plane in a direction to track on his radar a, a comic-looking look, picture of a penis. It's like, of course he did. Florida man caught illegally feeding wild alligator resists arrest. He's a good boy. And he loves bagels. And he loves bagels. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I... Oh, man, have you ever seen that video of that dog getting eaten by an alligator? I've seen a handful. Yeah. I've, did you... Uh, the little tiny dog that, like, runs down the bank and is barking at the alligators? Yeah, I've seen I've seen the old one where the old man jumped in the water and saved his dog from getting eaten by an alligator. Well, this dog didn't get saved. I've yeah. seen the video of the old lady at the old folks' home. She uh, wandered out. And I don't know what she was doing, but she was close to the water. An alligator fucking crept up on her and took her in, ate her. Jesus Christ. Florida man forced to pay child support despite DNA tests proving he is not the father. What? That's fucked. That is fucked. Florida man arrested for practicing karate by kicking swans in the head. (laughs) This... It, it, so whatever that lady's name was, that was the the serial killer that killed all the truckers in Florida. It's like, hey, PSA, if you're a trucker and you're listening to this and you're out in Florida driving around, don't pick up any lot lizards, man. Wait till you get out into fucking some other state. Head on over to Louisiana. After years of pushing Sandy Hook conspiracy theories, Florida man who worked with Alex Jones is arrested for sharing Sandy Hook parents' social security number. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked. Oh, what an asshole. Florida man leaves $10,000 tip at a restaurant and says, I want each person in this restaurant to get $500. Oh, that was very That's generous. Nice. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a bit of relief in all this crazy. Popular Netflix Netflix series prompts Florida man sheriff to reopen 23-year-old case. Oh, it's a cold case. 
No, so somebody saw something on Netflix and they're like, hey, man, let's check this out. These are just like absurd. New Florida man Tom Brady walks into complete stranger's kitchen thinking it was his coach's house. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. Who this the is hell it? is Tom Brady? Yeah. Fucking goes right into the goddamn house like it's a like it's his coach's. Hey man, where are you? What the fuck? Florida man tells cops the fake urine he's carrying around is not for his work drug test. Instead, it's for role play activities he and his wife enjoy. <laughs> she she likes fake golden showers. <laughs> it's just apple juice. <laughs> have, have you ever been in a situation where you needed fake pee? Yeah. I've Did it, it work? Twice. Yeah, it worked. Really? Yeah. They don't really... Dude, tell me. Hold on. Let's uh, let's take a break real quick because I got to take a piss. But um, I definitely want to hear about what the fuck it's like to use fake piss. I want you to share your story. But tell me, tell me when we come back. Thanks, Jacob Lazzotti, man. Your YouTube channel's dope. If anybody ever wants to listen to some really good, free, fucking, like, use deathcore music, if you like metal. If not, no biggie, but he has other stuff, too. But Jacob Lazzotti on YouTube. J-A-C-O-B-L-I-Z-O-T-T-E. Dude's dope. I like him. So, uh, why, why did you need to do piss tests? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, marijuana use. <laughs> what, what, was it big deal jobs or just like corporate jobs or what? It was with Svenko. Um, I think the first time around, I got to remember what the hell I did. I think the first drug test I had to take was the accident I had with the, work, the company vehicle. Uh, it was snowing. I was driving home from work. And uh, I came up over top of the hill, started going down the hill, and it wasn't until you reached the top of the hill and you looked down, uh-huh. you could see a carousel of cars just floating in a circle everywhere because they're spinning out. Oh, fuck. And of course, of course, I'm already at the top of the hill and I'm cruising down. I'm not going too fast, but I start heading towards all these cars and um, there's nothing I can do. I can't. I can't break. I can't stop. All I can really do is just close my eyes and brace. Yeah. So I come up over the hill and I start sliding down and I'm turning my steering wheel towards the curb because I'm hoping that I can just pop the curb and hit it real quick and get away from everybody because there was a shit ton of people behind me. And all those fuckers were about to do the same thing and crash into me. So I'm heading towards the curb and there's already a person that popped the curb their ass end is on the curb and the front end, so they're teeter-tottering on the curb and the road itself. Fuck. 
and I'm trying to like go as fast as I can onto the curb, pop it. I'd rather pop the curb than hit anybody else. But he happened to be there and I smash right into him. Kaboom. I'm probably sliding 30, 35 miles an hour. Boom. Him and I lock eyes together and we just collide. <laughs> well, everybody doing that knew what was going to happen. Everybody, yeah, it was inevitable. He had already hit somebody else. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah, and as I got out of the vehicle, I told him to get out of the vehicle because as we look behind us, there's 15 other cars that are doing the same thing. I yelled at him and told him to get out of the vehicle and we need to stand over here. And luckily we did because another person did the same thing I did and smashed into my car and that smashed into his and pushed it even further down the road. It was just a big giant pile up basically. Yeah. But you know, misery. I wasn't um, at fault. Nobody was at fault. It was obviously weather's fault. But I still had to take a piss test. And back then, I was enjoying the the marijuana a little bit. And uh, what does that mean? Did you, were you smoking every day back then? No, every or weekend. Because Mackenzie was, you know, she used to work at Old Chicago, right? And I used to work at Svenco. I didn't work the weekends usually. Never worked the weekends. So I typically had the weekends to myself at night in the evening time. Uh-huh. She would go in around two, three. And wouldn't get out until closing time. So I'd have all that time to myself to just get high and enjoy myself, you know, watch YouTube videos, paint, right. whatever it was. And I used to do it every weekend. It was fun. But that's what I would do. And uh, I knew I was hot. So I went to um, some store. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to melt this fucking piss test. <laughs> I went to this store. Uh, Oh, man, I wish I could remember the name of it. If Mackenzie was here, she would have said it already like that. Well, was it that, like, record uh, store? With yeah, the, it was some record you know, the store. the bongs and all that yeah. shit right on the main drag going into towards I-25 from your place? Something like that. It was some record store. I forgot what it was called, but uh, that's where you would buy it. And, um, yeah, we have records and fake piss. Records and fake piss. It came in a little little plastic bottle. That's like day. Laverne's Pies and Tires Fixed Also. But it was your responsibility to make sure that it was warm. So in the morning, I knew I was going for the piss test. They told me, you know, hey, this is the day you're going for the piss test. So I had time to prepare. I already had it warmed up, thinking that I was immediately going to go to the concentra and piss. What do you do, microwave it? I microwaved it, yes. Just for probably five seconds, six seconds, until it got to the temperature I needed. I went above a little bit because I knew that it was going to go down. But I, I microwaved it. I had it in my waistband, and the supervisor, I don't know who took me, because I wasn't the supervisor at the time. I was just a regular old foreman. Right. And uh, they were taking forever. It probably was an hour sitting in my waistband. So as I'm waiting, I know that this shit is cooling down rapidly. It's going to room temperature quick, right? (laughs) (laughs) So they measure the temperature of it? Yeah. If you Obviously, if you piss 103, they're going to be like, oh, this guy don't look sick to me. (laughs) This is fake pee. He's got boiled piss and, in his yeah, back. waistband. Of, of course, if you piss a 72, you know, it's obvious. <laughs> this guy should be a corpse. Yeah, yeah. So Sir, I was, you shouldn't uh, be alive based on your piss. Yeah, so I was getting nervous. I uh, I don't drink tea, so I, I was getting coffee. I, I, I wanted to get coffee, but it was a Keurig, and I didn't want to keep wasting the pods. Because if I was just getting hot water, you know, everybody would be like, what is this guy doing? So instead, I got tea. You really thought this out. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, no one was watching you. No. But in case they were, you were (laughs) like, all these people studying. They're just sitting there watching their phones and looking at their computer and waiting for the clock to hit five. Yep. But you're like, 
in case these guys are watching. are fucking paid to uh, really monitor me closely. I better make sure I don't just get hot water because that's suspicious. Yeah. So that's I a good get, idea. I'm would, not picking on you. I would get tea, and I'd sit down. As I'm waiting for the supervisor to take me for the piss test, I got some tea, and I drank a little bit of it, but mainly I got it for its heat, and I put it, I'd sit down and put it on my waistband where my fucking pee was sitting. Right. fake pee to keep it warm. And then they finally <laughs> You're take You're warming me, up your fake yeah, pee with a coffee cup. Then they finally take me to the concentra, and uh, I have to sit there for another 45 minutes and wait. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Dude, that, that piss was 70 degrees. Luckily, they had a key rig, though. I was doing the same thing there. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you just keep getting bailed out by coffee pots. Yeah. Luckily, they had a key rig, so I did it there. And I finally was able to piss, and I was nervous. <laughs> this is the Dude, first time so I've ever funny. used a fake piss. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get fired. They're going to catch me, and they're going to fire me. But I go in. Wait a minute. (laughs) That really fucked me up. It's like this long, elaborate story about holding a hot coffee cup up to your piss bag. And you go into another room, and you're like, but there was a curing there, too. Yeah. So I just kept fucking doing doing it. it. I had to do it probably two or three times. damn, this guy's drinking a lot of coffee. They probably want you drinking a lot before you go piss. Well, yeah, well... Off topic, it's kind of not off topic, but the one place where I work now, JCB, where we take our guys to go piss, they tell you, before you sign the paper, they tell you, do you have to piss now? Because if you don't, if I take you back there and you do not pee or you can't produce me any pee, you have to sit here legally for three hours so you can piss. fuck? So I thought that was pretty wild. I took that one guy there. And they told us that. They're like, yeah, if you can't piss now, if I take you back there and you can't produce me enough piss, you're going to have to sit here and wait for three hours. And I looked at him, and I'm like, you got to piss, right? Oh, go. He goes, yeah, oh, yeah, I could fill up a whole fucking gallon jug. I'm all right, good. I ain't sitting here for no fucking three hours waiting for you to piss. Yeah. I got things to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I pissed in that. I didn't pee in it. I poured it in the cup. They don't watch you. It's, you know, you're not a fucking criminal. So they're mm-hmm. not good. They don't have mirrors, and they don't have your PO standing behind you watching. Whip your dick out and put it in the cup. <laughs> they close the door and give you privacy. You know you're not a criminal. Is someone standing so. there though? No, nobody's standing there. They let you go in, and uh, you pour your pee in, or your fake pee in a little bottle, and you close it. Obviously, count, wait a few minutes, flush your toilet, and then give it to them. That would be really funny if you didn't flush the toilet. And I, uh, I passed. They're like, yeah, you passed with flying fucking carpets. Good job, man. Hell yeah. (laughs) You passed with flying carpets. So what was the second time? (laughs) The second time, the dude, this this blind dude fell in my uh, hole. (laughs) All right? I was working a job site on Dublin Academy. That's such a weird way to start a story, dude. (laughs) I I was shooting a pneumatic mole missile, because that's the type of word that we were doing that day. And I dug out a receiving pit. This is a big five-foot-long, three-inch-in-diameter missile, pneumatic mole that is powered by air that you dig probably it punches about, dirt. Yeah, right? punches dirt, makes a three-inch three hole, punches uh-huh. dirt so you can shove your two-inch conduit through that hole. Well, I had my receiving pit dug out where I was going to shoot to that hole so my right. missile could come out of it. It was probably about shin-deep. Two feet deep, if that. Foot and a half, maybe two. It's over there, about 80 feet, way over there. 
and I'm over here digging my missile pit. But we're behind a wall because I'm kind of shooting at an angle. Uh-huh. And uh, me and the ground hand at the time, his name was Devin, we were digging out this missile pit. We're up against the wall, and my receiving pit is 80 feet that way out of view. I can't see it. All of a sudden, him and I are bullshitting, digging out this missile pit, and this good Samaritan has this blind dude, all fucked up, look like he's high on all kinds of shit, drunk, hobbling, taking him over to us. And the first, I look up and see this guy, and the first thing this blind dude says is, what company do you fucking work for? And I'm like, it's on the side of the door. It's Fenko. You go, well, I asked him, like, what, what's the problem? What happened? And he goes on and immediately tells me that he falls into his hole, in my hole. And mind you, this thing is probably only a foot and a half deep, maybe two, maybe two. So I call my supervisor and tell him, hey, I got a fucking supposed blind guy out here with one of those little sticks. No sunglasses, <laughs> nothing. Some good Samaritan picked him up and said that uh, he fell in my hole. So my, yeah. su- my supervisor shows up. This what? guy already takes off. He grabs all the information, and he takes off. I go home. I'm done for the day. I get my ass chewed when I get back to the shop. The general manager personally calls me, and I look at it, and I know it's him. And I answer it, and I say hello. And the f- immediately what he says to me is he says, tell me it isn't true. <laughs> Tell me you had cones. Tell me you had a sidewalk clothes sign. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I didn't have anything. Damn. And he's like, why? You're supposed to have all that stuff, aren't you? And I'm like, well, to be completely fair, it was next to an open field and nobody should be walking there anyways. All right. You know, it's one of those uh, sidewalk ends. And then it turns into an open field, but people obviously still walk there because they have their own little footpath made. You can see where people, millions of people walk it. What are the chances that this blind guy was exactly. walking around and just fell into your pit? Right next to a busy fucking road, a two-way each, east and west. And on the first Dublin. thing he's, what's he doing out there? Well, that's what they asked, too. They asked him, what were you doing out there? And supposedly he was coming from his... Uh, um, some appointment that was down the road. I don't know how true that is. But anyways. So he was coming from an appointment, walking by himself, and yeah. he knew how to get home without help? A, I don't know if he was fully blind, just blind enough to be legally blind. I don't know. But he had one of those white and red sticks that were like 10 feet long, and he's poking shit with it. You think he's an insurance chaser? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where I'm getting at with this story. It's a, it's it's quite comical. <laughs> so obviously. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Obviously, you know, I get my ass reamed by my supervisor because he got his ass reamed. I get yelled at. I had to do a whole ordeal of, uh, I had to talk to corporate. We sat, me and, um, me and uh, my, my ground hand at the time, Devin, we had to sit down and have a, uh, what did I, I forgot what they call them. But it's more of a. Uh, like a ev- deposition. Yeah, an evaluation of what happened in front of the corporate, the owner, everybody. And, uh. I told them what happened, and I got suspended for three sure. three days. But they were nice enough. So I had the little thing, the little meeting on Monday, and they told me that my suspension, my three-day suspension doesn't start till Wednesday. I think they did that on purpose. They're like, yeah, you can have off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just take it, man. It's okay. All right. So, we'll just give you a five-day weekend. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, I took my uh, vacation as you unpaid vacation, and uh, I come back, and it turns out that this dude, uh, 
I didn't find out until months later, but yeah, he was an insurance scammer. He was a uh, he, he 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 was yeah he uh, for sure for sure he what? he, he does he's done it to a couple of uh, uh, companies before. So he went to the doctors. He claimed that when he fell into the hole, my two foot hole, a foot and a half, that he completely did a split, like like a ninety split, like he's walking and. Just like that. He's, he's claiming that he has dick problems, groin problems, that he tore his uh, hamstring, all of that. And then, the you know, the doctors did an evaluation on him. It turns out all he did was just tweak his ankle a little bit. But he bought a lawyer and was going after Svenko for $250,000. That's what he wanted. That was his... Uh, what a his, son of a bitch. Yeah, the son of a bitch. And they shot him down. They said, fuck no, you're... you're your medical records show that you have a little tweaked ankle. Here's 70 bucks. Go get yourself some painkillers. Right. Yeah, get some Advil, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I've ever heard about it. That's it. Fuck that guy. I know. That little cocksucker. And I got a three-day suspension for that. Hey, you got a three-day vacation. Three-day vacation and, and about a year's worth of jokes. <laughs> really? People yeah. gave you a lot of shit. They gave me a lot of shit, man. The blind guy fell in the hole. You cover up them holes. We don't need no blind guys falling in it. Oh my god, that's miserable. <laughs> but you know, I thought that was. I was very nervous. I'm like, there goes my job. Here comes a giant lawsuit. We're talking like a quarter million dollar lawsuit that yeah. he was going for. You know, and if he would have won, I would have been fucked. They would have fired me right away. You know, would have gone on my my record for any other company I try to apply for. Yeah, he doesn't take safety seriously. Don't hire him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fact that my GM called me up that night and he didn't even say hello to me. He was just first words were, "Tell me it's not true." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, when you got a blind guy wandering with a stick, because like you can't echolocate grass oh. so why are you in a field walking why? around yeah why why was he there why but wrong place at the wrong time i guess he knew that that hole you was didn't there. use your stick right dumbass you he, would have found the hole if you used your stick right he knew that that hole was there he knew that there wasn't anybody in sight and he just laid in it and he just fucking i don't i nobody witnessed him falling in the hole there was no camera so there's no evidence but there were no witnesses the guy who picked him up said that he was in the hole but did not witness him falling in the hole so i don't even know where that guy came from if he was an accomplice i have no idea where he came right. from or how he even got hey man i'll throw you 50 g's if you tell these guys you exactly s- yeah you helped me out of this hole it was all very shady very shady the way it happened because like i said it was and it was in a old building that nobody was that i was working on it was being built into a, a new building nobody was there Next to me was an open field, and then to the north of me was Dublin and then Academy, and it was just busy. bro. That's all it was, just roads. Why he was there, I have no idea. What the fuck? So it was very, from the beginning, it was very sketchy. Yeah. The way you were telling it, I, <clears throat> you could probably tell, I already suspected. I was like, eh, sounds like, sounds like an insurance scammer. Yeah, and it, it, it turns out that's what he was. Try Fuck to, that guy. $250,000. I almost said million. Jesus. Yeah. 200000 <laughs> $250,000. Yeah, he's like, I got a $250 million dick, sir, and it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> but that's what he was going for, 250000 He lost, bigly. Bigly. Yeah. I don't know what he really got, but that's the last I heard of it. Never heard about it ever again. Oh, he just went on to the next company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, those people just are like, well, let's see. What are the most commonly sued for in one lawsuits in different industries? Oh, hey, I went to the dentist and I got nerve pain. I'm suing the dentist for malpractice. You know, he could have probably honestly played it off a little better. What company do you work for? Yeah, that was the first it says thing he it on said. the door, man. I'm blind. I can't read the door. <laughs> that was the first thing he said. What company do you work for? I fell in your hole. How did he know it was your hole? I don't know. I have no clue. What, did he see it from 80 yards away? And... He was watching me dig it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with his fully functional eyes. Yep. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, like, what did the guy that helped him up go, oh, I don't know, it looks like they're working on this. I don't remember what that there's guy so was many, saying. There's so many holes in, in that guy's story, just based on the description. Fucking but people. He lost, and I've never heard from it ever again. I mean, uh, other than the shit that I caught for it, but I never heard anything... For- Actually, from the story, other than them telling me that he tried to sue for $250,000, that he claimed that he did all this damage to his groin and his hamstrings, but it turned out he tweaked his ankle a little bit. That's it. That's nuts. Is pretending to be blind illegal? It's not illegal to pretend to be blind as long as you're not making up any legal claim. (laughs) Yeah. Milwaukee businessman gets caught <laughs> claiming to be blind and committing disability fraud. So there's a bunch of people that do this shit. If there's a way for people to manipulate the system and get an easy way to a couple of bucks, they're going to fucking do it and mm-hmm. they're going to do it fast. Yeah, and I was hot for that one too, so I just had to do the same thing about fake piss. I forgot about the fake piss. I was more interested <laughs> in the insurance fraud. I and completely uh, forgot about fake piss. This time I didn't have to wait 19 hours <laughs> to use it. It was immediate. They took me right there. Like before we even went back to the shop, I hopped in my supervisor's truck and they drove me there. They're like, we might as well just get it done with now because they're going to want it. So, son of a bitch. Well, don't. I passed that one and I was good. Don't uh, don't do that at home. What fake pee test? No, go ahead. Fake pee test. Fuck it. If it works. It oh works. yeah, don't do it at home. Yeah, don't don't don't. Just be clean. Be clean. Stay clean. Stay clean. Stay clean. Stay, clean. Stay sassy. Well, next time you go and enjoy a Mexican uh, restaurant burrito, just know that you are the reason why there's fentanyl in our streets because you're contributing to the cartel You success. goddamn fucker. You goddamn fucker. You son of a bitch. It's all your fault. Listen, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next time you uh, really, really, really want to go pass a drug test, you know, just ask them if they have Keurigs at the testing center. Make sure they have Keurigs in case it gets more cold. Yeah. Oh, hey, you guys got some free coffee? <laughs> yeah, no no reason, but I need like six cups six every ten cups. minutes. Yep. <laughs> One every ten minutes for the next hour. He's really trying to pee. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> the old nurse lady is yep. encouraging you. <laughs> fucking don't get uh, cassowaries as pets because they're just giant fucking velociraptors and they'll eat you if you fall over. Stay away from crazy white males. They'll eat you. Yeah, especially if you're black. Yeah, especially if you're black. <laughs> they'll make your uh, they'll make your nipples into a belt and wear it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you're trying to get your rocks off in Florida as a trucker, avoid the fucking lot lizards, man, because some of them have guns. 
And they'll kill you. <laughs> and they'll After they suck you. your dick. Yeah, they'll suck your <laughs> dick, get you off, and then kill you. You might want that. Yeah, some people might yeah, find might that be, as a fetish. You know what? Hey, man, I've been driving for 50 years. I got nothing going for me. My dick got hard for the first time in five years. Suck There's it and kill me. There's a wild lizard. Suck it off. Fucking kill me. Take my truck. <laughs> I died happy. I died happy. I died happy with a, with empty balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, have fun out there, you crazy fucks.